All right, so today's been a little bit of a split day for us. Yesterday was the players' day off. Uh, this morning we spent most of our time recapping, cleaning up, and correcting you know, things from the game on Monday night. We shifted after our lunch break, and, and this afternoon's really been a Wednesday for us. So we've introduced the Bears to our players. We focused a lot on the personnel, the early down, some of the early down situations with these guys. We'll get out on the field today. It'll really be more of a walkthrough day with a short week. We're going to have to have good mental intensity and good attention to detail. We'll hit the field tomorrow and Friday and really be in a, you know, more of a full tempo pace for us to get some timing with the execution. You know, I'd say, obviously, this week playing the Chicago Bears, you talk about the Bears, you got to talk about the history of the league. You know, starting with George House and going through the McCaskey family, look, these are really some of the good people in the world of football. You know, all of us are very beneficial to what they did through their family business to allow the NFL to develop, you know, along with Wellington Mara, really getting this league jump-started. You know, our players and coaches, we took time this morning to really review what they've done for the league and for each one of us individually, but we had this opportunity. I mean, that being said, the current Bears, look, this is an explosive team. You know, Coach Nagy's done a great job with Ryan Pace of building this team with a lot of explosive players on offense. They have multiple weapons. They use their players in very inventive ways. They do a great job mixing a lot of personnel groups along with tempo and quick substitutions. We've got to make sure that we're very attentive and in tune to the game to match the speed that they're going to present. They present opponents with a lot of issues with their fast motions going across the formation, changing the strength, and then also looking to find ways to get favorable matchups for their skill guys. Obviously, it starts in their offense with Trubisky. This guy makes a lot of plays. It starts with his feet in the run in the pass game. You've got to find a way to eliminate this guy from extending plays. He's a talented quarterback. He's a tough dude. He sits in there. He's not afraid to take a hit. He delivers a tough ball. And then you go through their skill set right there, you know, starting with their backs, you know, whether it's Montgomery, whether it's Cohen, whether it's Patterson right there, who's really that kind of unique kind of blend of that receiver running back. He runs the ball like a returner in space. He's big. He's deceptively strong. He runs through arm tackles. We have to do a good job wrapping these guys up and getting them to the ground. They're a tough group. We have to do a good job in space against these guys. You know, in the receiving core, obviously, it starts with Robinson. This guy's dynamic. He's really their go-to guy. We've got to find this guy. They do a great job of mixing him around, moving him creating opportunities for this guy, but he's proved over time why he's one of the top in the league. You know, you go through the tight end position, Jimmy Graham's been a huge addition for this team offensively. He brings a lot of experience. He brings that big target. And this guy, when he gets moving, you know, those extended strides tear up a lot of ground pretty fast. So, you know, they've got a good, talented offensive line. They play very tough. You know, it's a Chicago team. You know it's going to be a physical game to start with on both sides of the ball. You know, hitting their defense, Right away. I mean, the edge players definitely jump out at you. Quinn didn't play last week. We know how talented he is. We have coaches in the building who have had personal experience with him, obviously, from his days in Dallas. You know, you go through Mac. I mean, this guy's just – he's one of the top in the league for a reason. He's got a high motor. He's very productive. He's explosive off the edge. He gives a lot of issues. You go through the size players inside with Hicks and some of the other guys, their ability to push the pocket and really, you know, gap up the inside against the inside run. They do a tremendous job. You know, the backers are Smith and Trevathan. These guys are dynamic. They're good in pass rush. They do a good job filling and spacing out for the runs. And then on the back end, they got a very talented secondary, you know, with the corners of Fuller makes a lot of opportunistic plays. And obviously Jackson's an opportunistic player who's been able to go ahead and capitalize on a lot of mistakes by opponents. And then you can't forget special teams. Look, they do a great job of really controlling the field position and creating opportunities for their offense. They have two elite returners, you know, Cohen back there on punt returns. Everybody's at the point of attack. Every time this guy gets the ball, he's dynamic. He's explosive. He can make a home run play on any play. 
And Patterson's one of the best to ever play the game as a kick returner. I mean, simply put, this guy is just someone that, you know, you'll read about in history books. And when you play against this guy, everybody on the field better be aware of where he's at, whether it's offense or on special teams. And he's done a tremendous job covering kicks. Uh, I've had personal experience with CP from my days somewhere else. And, you know, he's just a pleasure to coach. He's a fun competitor to be around. He's just good for the locker room. So they've got a great dynamic on their team. They're coached very well. Obviously, Laser's going to add, you know, from his experience of running the tempo and upbeat offenses, along with a lot of the motion and change of strength formations he's done in the past, that'll only add to their offense and what they're able to do. We have some experience against them, and he's had a lot of success against us in different places. So we've got to make sure we prepare this week. It's going to be a very tough matchup for us. Uh, that being said, I'll open up to any questions you guys have at this point. I wondered if there was a, a play that number 17, Anthony Miller, made uh, in the Bears opener that, that stood out to you. And then also just what your impressions of Trubisky were in the fourth quarter railing after a, a, a ho-hum performance before that. You know, I'll tell you what, forget about the first half of Trubisky because, look, I've seen this guy in live action before. And the one thing you got to remember about Mitch is this guy's a competitor. Okay, this guy's a tough dude. Uh, he can extend plays. He can make them with his feet running. He'll run through contact. And he's also the guy that you've got to keep on covering throughout the duration of the down because when you think he's running, that's when he finds the open receiver and gets it down the field. And he's done that throughout his career right there. So you can never fall asleep on him. He's definitely a dynamic player. Uh, he finds different ways of making plays, a lot of times maybe unconventionally, but he's an effective player. Look, when Miller's on the field, one thing that stands out about him right away is this dude plays with a high motor. You can't find a snap on the field where this guy ain't going – all right, zero to 60 in two steps. I mean, he plays fast. He plays explosive. So we could sit here and talk about any one snap. I'm talking to our players about every snap because you better bring it on every snap. He's on the field and you blink, he's walking by you right there. How different than the Bears look in week one schematically than maybe uh, you guys had seen in previous years? I know they have new coaches, but it seemed like they were under center a lot more than we've seen them. Well, I think the one thing you have to keep in mind with this team is, you know, game by game, they're going to find different ways of matching you up and giving you different headaches. They're never going to stay in one standard formation or one standard look. So when you play the Bears, you have to understand how they think, how they, you know, their philosophy on offense, how they want to attack you. And then as the game goes on, you have to find out their approach to what they're really looking to do to you game plan wise. Look, all those guys that have worked under Andy, he's one of the all-time greats of having a game plan, but then adjusting within the game. You know, obviously Nagy's, you know, learned a whole lot from him and it shows up every game on tape. So I don't think you can really look at these guys in a one tape sample and say, this is what their identity is. Their identity is going to be whatever it takes to beat you. Tiki Barber said something today about how until Saquon Barkley uh, improves his pass protection, he doesn't see him as an every down back or something. Is what, where is Saquon in terms of where he needs to be in terms of improving as a pass protector? I know that was a big talking point coming into the year. And I guess, what do you think about someone saying those comments about your, your player? Look, we're all working hard every day to get better in everything we do. You know, we're coming out of training camp. we got one game under our belt. There's not a player or coach on our team that doesn't have to improve going into week two and then consistently throughout the season. You know, we've got to go ahead and make up some ground quickly. Uh, but we have confidence in all of our players. We're going to work on every technique we have to in all aspects of the game. You know, look, people pay a price to watch us play. Everyone's opinion is valid if they're a fan. Okay, we've got to make sure on the inside we understand what we're doing and we prioritize what we have to work on. But I respect Tiki. Uh, obviously, he's a guy who knows the game. He's been a great player for this organization. You know, but we're going to go ahead and make sure we get everybody rising up. Well, I'm sure when you looked back and analyzed Saquon, you studied every part of his game, including you know, the way he runs the ball, the way he catches the ball, and the way he protects the quarterback. What did you see then from his first two years, and what did you see Monday night? 
Well, I think I saw a small sample of what Saquon's going to, you know, be able to do. But we've got to do some things to help Saquon throughout the game. He's a, he's a key part of our team. He's an integral part of our offense. So, look, we're going to keep feeding him the ball, and he's going to make some plays for us. I'm happy with the way he works. I'm very pleased with his attitude. Okay, he's a team-first guy. He brings everybody along with him. And, look, all of our players have the mentality of whatever we have to do to be successful. And sometimes our own individual success comes off being someone who helps somebody else make plays in, in that. So, you know, please with Saquon right now. Thanks. Don Levy. Joe, Leonard Williams had a sack the other night. I'm curious how he played uh, on the tape because it's been a big talking point for him about getting home to the quarterback. And then the way you guys play defense, some of your defensive linemen only played about 47, 45% of the snaps. Is that something you plan to do regularly? Well, each game will call for different game plans, Ryan. So the other night, it was definitely a key point for us to have a fresh defensive line early in the season. We have some talented guys in the front. You know, you want to bring your best players to the game and keep your strength strong. You know, I'd say in terms of Leo itself, look, he's really had a good camp for us. He came out. He was productive the other night. This guy's playing with a lot of energy and enthusiasm. I'll tell you what, he's fun to be around because you can tell he really loves the game. He's a great teammate. He's a great guy to coach. I enjoy being around him. He's fun to be around on a daily basis. But he was obviously productive the other night, and uh, we're going to keep working to see if we can help him out a little bit more. Hi, Leonard. Hey, Joe. Uh, we didn't get to ask you this yesterday, I don't think. Were there any injuries coming out of Monday night's game that we should be aware of? You know, generally speaking, Pat, we came out pretty healthy. Um, yeah, I'm going to check with the trainers. I'm expecting, for the most part, to have everybody on the field today. It's a walkthrough type practice. That doesn't really dictate or show anything long-term wise. But generally speaking, we're pretty healthy. I'm going to check with Ronnie before I go ahead and speak out. But we have the injury report coming out later on. Okay. Also wanted to ask you about, there were a couple times in the game on Monday where a tight end was assigned one-on-one -on -one blocking an edge and it maybe didn't work out the way you guys wanted. Is that something you're okay with scheming up and those guys need to take care of those responsibilities sometimes? Or would you rather not put certain players in certain situations like that? I couldn't really give you a blanket answer right there, Pat, because every game is going to be a little bit different. Obviously, there's talented guys on the edge for every team here. Last week against Pittsburgh, that game is behind us now, but we got similar talent on the edge this week. Different players, but both very dynamic, very explosive, and can change the game fast. So, again, based on some of the, way, some of the calls that come out or some of the checks, they may change some alignments. You know, whatever we're asked to do, we get ready to execute. And as coaches, we have to make sure we put our players in positions of strength. There was a couple times the other night where uh, your cornerbacks, I guess Bradbury and Holmes, have happened a couple times where they sort of ran the pick play and they kind of ran into each other and didn't get, it, didn't get around and they were looking around at each other. How do you coach that moving forward to make sure that's fixed? Like, well, what's, what are the talking points to make sure that that doesn't happen consistently? Well, for us, it's just about the technique based on different coverages. And obviously, we have rules that, you know, we want to prevent these guys from ever having collisions. The goal of the offense and those rub routes is to create that contact right there on the defensive players to free yourself up. These are things we've already talked to and addressed with the players. We're working on that throughout the week in practice. This team's going to be a team that has a lot of rub routes, a lot of misdirection, trying to get you crossed over between linebackers and corners and safeties and who's covering who. So we have to do a good job communicating pre-snap and then adjust and post-snap. Joe, when, it, when you, have a, you have a young quarterback, a lot of people always expect uh, there's going to be mistakes, there's going to be uh, turnovers and things like that. At what point in their careers, and, I, and I'm not talking about Daniel specifically here, but just in, in general, when you have a young quarterback, at what point do you expect him to sort of turn the corner and, and shed that, that habit, those habits? Well, again, I think it's different for every player. I think you have to keep in mind with young quarterbacks in this league, 
playing quarterback in the National Football League is the toughest job in all professional sports. Simply put, I mean, you can try and debate that one way or another, and I can argue all day long. That's the toughest job in professional sports. You look at the truly great ones that have come through our league, okay, and without naming names, just think real carefully about how many of those guys were able to have high degrees of success before they had to truly carry a team, okay? Think about those real great ones that are going to be wearing gold jackets that have played in this league for, you know, call it 15 to 20 years. And how many of those guys had the benefit early in their career of really – working with teams that were either carried more by defense or run game, all right, who had great arsenal of guys around that supported them. I'm very confident our team working forward. And I'll just say specifically on Daniel, you know, obviously there's some things you got to clean up in every game. But I'll tell you right now, you watch that tape from the night, that dude stood in there like a man, all right, and delivered that ball down the field. That dude stood in there aggressively. He stood in there tough. He stood in there confidently. And our team feeds off that. We're proud to have him on our team. I just wanted to follow up real quick uh, on what Tom would ask, what Tom had just asked. You said the other night that you really like Daniel's aggressiveness and you want him to keep it. What does that look like in terms of staying aggressive but also protecting the football? How do those two things go hand in hand uh, moving forward for him? Yeah, to me, look, you can be aggressive and at the same time make the right decisions, okay? That's across the board and everything. You know, we're about to play a team this week on special teams where Chris has a ton of gimmicks and fakes. We're not going to go out there and play cautious. We're going to make sure we follow our keys, follow our rules, and we play aggressive, but we play smart and we play aware. These are things you have to be alert for. You know, as a quarterback, you can't be effective in this league if you're playing cautious. You can't be effective in this league if you're playing scared. You have to be aggressive, all right? And as a coach, what you can ever do is take away the teeth of your players by pumping the brakes on them a little bit. It's our job to instruct them, coach them, and give them keys that help them develop, all right? Everyone's going to make mistakes at certain points. The important thing is not to repeat the mistakes. And we have to learn from each other's mistakes so we don't have to repeat them ourselves. And we can learn a lesson without making the mistake. But you can't take away the aggressiveness on every player, on any player, all right, because ultimately that's going to weaken them, and that's not good coaching. Does he just have to work on that simulated, like, game speed in practice? You know, because it's one thing to watch it on film and say, okay, I can't make that mistake again. But, I, like, can you simulate that between games because you didn't have preseason games and a limited training camp? We do everything we can every day to simulate as much of game-like circumstances and situations, Matt, as we can. You know, and that may be the speed. It may be the situation we create. It may be some kind of obstruction we create within a drill to make it a little bit tougher than normal. But we try and do everything on all phases of the ball to simulate the game every day in practice.